ஹலோ அண்ட் வெல்கம் டு சங்கம் லெட் திஸ் இஸ் நந்தினி கார்கி அண்ட் இன் திஸ் எபிசோட் வி பர்சீவ் த ஷேட்ஸ் இன் அ மதர் டாட்டர் ரிலேஷன்ஷிப் டெபிக்டட் இன் சங்கம் லிட்ரரி ஒர்க் நற்றினை சிக்ஸ்டி சிக்ஸ் ரிட்டன் பை இனிசாந்த நாகனார் த போயம் இஸ் செட் இன் த பாலை லேண்ட்ஸ்கேப் ஆஃப் த ட்ரைலன்ஸ் அண்ட் ஸ்பீக்ஸ் இன் த வாய்ஸ் ஆஃப் த மதர் ரிஃப்ளெக்டிங் ஆன் த ஸ்டேட் ஆஃப் ஹர் டாட்டர் ஹூ ஹேஸ் எலூப்ட் வித் மேன் ஷி லவ்ஸ் மிளகு பெய்தனைய சுவைய புண்காய் உலருதலை உகா ஆய் சிதற் சிதர்ந்து உண்ட புலம்பு கொள் நெடுஞ்சினை ஏறி நினைந்து தன் பொறிக்கிளர் எருத்தம் வெறிபட மருகி புன்புறா உயவும் வெந்துகள் இயைவின் நயந்த காதலர் புணர்ந்தனல் ஆயினும் சிவந்து ஒளி மழுங்கி அமர்த்தன்ன கொல்லோ கோதை மயங்கினும் குறுந்தொடி நெகிழினும் கால்பெயல் அல்குள் காசுமுறை திரியினும் மாண்ணலம் கையற கழுளும் என் மாய குறுமகள் மலர்ஏர் கண்ணே குவாய்ட் அ ஹாட் பிகினிங் வித் த வேர்ட் மிளகு மீனிங் பெப்பர் The pungent burning feeling of tasting pepper can be sensed in one's throat or yeruttam as we relish this poem. The heat of the dry lens is further painted by the phrase ventuhal yevu meaning a hot dust filled path. A little dove makes an appearance with punpura and you get to glimpse tears flowing in kalulum from those flowery eyes in malarier kanni. Rhythm dances throughout the poem with Ularu Ugai, Sidar Sidarndu, Pori Veri and Mannalam Mayak Kurumakal. Peppers, pigeons and pretty girls, let's delve into the heart of this mother's words. The mother finds that her daughter has eloped with the man she was in love with. She reflects on her daughter's state by saying, Looking like peppers and with the same hot taste, small berries appear. on the dried branches of the ugai tree chasing away the bees buzzing around a small pigeon feeds on these berries and with much sadness climbs on the tall branches and thinks about its female as the taste of the berries burn its spotted bright throat on such a scorching desert path walks my young daughter my dark skin beautiful girl she who cries with anguish spoiling her beauty just because her garlands get twisted or her bangles slip from her wrist or because gold coins on her waistband gets twirled although she has gone with the man she loves won't her flower like eyes redden and lose its luster as she walks on that hard path Going beyond surface senses let's understand the deeper layers and fascinating facets hidden in this poem first we should meet and delight in this ugai tree which is commonly known as the toothbrush tree this is a short stature tree which also has the arabic name miswak which we may recollect having seen in oral hygiene products The stick from this tree has apparently been used for over 7000 years as a natural toothbrush. Currently found more pervasively in the Middle East countries, it has an intricate connection with Islamic customs. The tree is also naturally found in abundance in the Manna region of Sri Lanka. This poem clearly illustrates that this tree was not introduced by Islamic invaders in India but has existed naturally here thousands of years ago. 
The reference to this tree we find here is to the pepper-like fruits that grow on this tree. Mostly, it's found in desert-like regions and the pigeon in our poem, perhaps not having had food for many days, dives into these fruits and devours them, only to find the pungent taste of these fruits burning its throat. As it sits atop the tree, its hunger is satiated but a new bother is pecking from within. The mother talks about this pigeon not just to describe the arid path which the lady would be traversing with her man but also as a subtle metaphor for how the girl might be feeling. Like that hungry bird, the girl has got what she earns for, the uniting with her love. Mentioning the burning throat of the bird, the mother hints that it all might not be simply a bed of roses. Knowing her daughter well or thinking that she knows her well, the mother says that here's a little innocent girl who starts crying for every small thing, be it a twisted garland or a slipping bangle or a twirling coin on her waistband. So how can she bear the hardships of this path with her man, this mother wonders. It made me reflect how children seem to be frozen at some particular age in a parent's mind. The duties of caring and protecting the young baby that's born completely helpless into this world does not let the parent's mind grow at the same rate a child does. Perhaps this is why the mother can only think back to how helpless and naive her little girl was and is not able to see that she is grown and has chosen a life of her own. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sangam Lit and journeying with me to ancient lands and mines. Please rate and review Sangam Lit on your favorite podcast app and do share your thoughts on nandanikarki.com. Until next time, Nandri Vanakkam.